Oh, yeah, I'll be. Oh, I'll be sound effects. Oh, You'll be sound go. effects. Clink, 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 clink. Dinner, <laughs> dinner, 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 dinner. Clink, 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 clink. Hello? Ring, ring, ring. <laughs> oh, I thought that was his ringtone. Was no, clink, no, clink, no. clink. <laughs> dinner, right. dinner. Obviously, dinner, dinner, dinner is everyone's ringtone. <laughs> so we're going to start over. Rings your, my bell. Your yeah. ringtone is someone saying dinner, 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 but you're also having dinner. So picture this. Perfect. Clink, 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 clink. Dinner, 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 dinner. Hello? Hi, uh, this is this is Christian uh, Hagen uh, from you know, you know, contextual deviance. Uh, anyway, apologies for interrupting your evening. Have you seen Sorry to Bother You? You know, I have. Oh, do you uh, do you have uh, a second to talk about it? Maybe. You, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. I sure can too, Pilgrim. You know what's funny about the Jungle Book? <laughs> Welcome to Contextual Deviance. My name is Christian. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. What was? Uh, no, no, that was good. I should have. Com- I could have committed Wait, to it, but I just. Wa- I, mean, I honestly. You still can. The truth is, I wanted to hear what you were going to say Shit. about the Jungle okay. Book. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I teased it too well. I teased it too well. Uh, the tiger's name is Sheer Can. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad I came back to that. <laughs> well, also, I love it. Like, I teased it too well, and the tease was, you know, I just thought about Jungle Book. Yeah, you, you know what's funny about the Jungle yeah. Book? And it was enticing, apparently. <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to know what you were going to say. Yeah. yeah. Maybe yeah. I should just do that more often and then just, like, just try to think of something. <laughs> it seems like you do that a lot. You know what's funny about RoboCop? What well, is? the last several times you said something, like, after a pause, I thought it specifically to stop him from saying, welcome to Contextual Deviance. <laughs> That's <laughs> honestly, I was thinking the same thing. And so that time I was going to be like, no. But then as I was saying it, I was like, shit, I do want to know what's funny about the Jungle Book. <laughs> welcome to <laughs> And I am happy I came back to it. Yeah, honestly, me too, me too. I'm happy. Um, I come hungry and then I leave. Still haven't found it. All right. <laughs> Is this the longest we've gone without starting the show? I mean, we've started it like four times. That's no, true. It, it, I don't think that it is, but I think it's the longest that I've prolonged it for no reason, mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to us actually talking. Right. Um. So, yeah. you know. Who's yeah. to say? Who's to say? It's me. I'm to say. Oh, oh nice to meet you to say. Is that like T apostrophe S A Y? Yeah. To say? To say. Or T apostrophe S E accent agu. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, no. It is hard to say what it is I see in you. Mm. Mm. Welcome to Contextual Deviance. My name is Christian Hagen. Each episode, we discuss a particular piece of popular culture, art, in this case, movies. We watch a movie and we talk about it like nobody else has ever talked about this movie, guaranteed, every time. 
We we have yet to be wrong on that front. <laughs> Maybe this will be the first. We'll I have a feeling we're going to be wrong on this we, one. We might be wrong on this one. Because there's see. at least one context where we'll definitely be talking about things that people have already talked about. Probably. Probably. <laughs> um, Two, but, actually. But we'll do at least one context that nobody else has ever done before. That's probably I, true. That's almost certainly true. Joining me on this adventure, you've already heard him, a dear friend and co-host, Mr. Matthew Bond. Hello. And you, I don't know if you heard him yet, but my other dear friend and co-host, Mr. David Gutchy. They didn't hear me, but they hurt me. Oh, they mm. hurt? What? Who hurt you? Who hurt you? Who hurt you? I'm pointing. This week, we are talking about a very unique film. Sure is. A recent film from 28. 2018. Came out last summer. Yeah, we're sticking with the recency. We're going recent. Not quite in theaters recent, but pretty recent. Mm. Uh, it's currently streaming on Hulu, so uh, anyone who has Hulu, you can go and check it out right now. The film is Sorry to Bother You, the directorial debut of Boots Riley, uh, writer and director Boots Riley, uh, starring a brilliant all-star cast. Uh, it is a very weird anti-capitalist comedy and i say it's one of those that is so hard to summarize <laughs> that i think we should yeah. get into the context i'll just say this there are some twists in this movie and if you haven't seen it you're gonna think we sound fucking insane yep. So I highly recommend you watch this movie. Plus, the twists are way better if you don't know they're coming. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Because I went in blind and wow. Yeah. It, was, it was one of the most sort of put my hands up in the air and go, surreal. I don't even know anymore sort of experiences. <laughs> it's which, very surreal. You really so. wouldn't be able to tell if it's like a flight of fancy that we're having in our context or if we're actually referencing the movie itself. Right. Which it's, is very fun. It's very fun. <laughs> yes. Good job, Boots Riley. Good, Good job. job. I mean, there's a lot going on in this movie. So I highly recommend everyone who wants to listen to us talk about this movie actually watches it yeah. because I don't want you to, to lose that element of surprise. Uh, so starting from our first context, the gloves are off, baby. Yep. Here mm. come the spoilers. Here come them Open spoilies. The floodgates. <laughs> I'm going to flood, flood, flood your, flood your basement with, uh, with my, uh, with my wets. No, you got this. With your my, wets? My wet spoilies. Here come your wets. My, your wet, my, spoilies. my okay. wet spoilies. Wet yeah. spoilies. Wet spoilies. Okay, wet spoilies sounds like a British dish. <laughs> I, 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 it come, does. I come, it does. Come yeah. eat your mashy stuff and your wet spoilies. Your mashy stuff. sounds just stomach. inedible enough to be a British dish. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, and your floppy bacon. Oh, it tastes oh, just God. like me mum's wet spoilies. Yeah, mm. wet spoilies. Like, it's a thing. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Or it's like the name of a group of people. For yeah. Some, like, but wet spoilies is something a British person or has said like, at one point. Or it's like a Dutch auteur director. <laughs> But it's like H Y Y Y T E. It's probably that actually. I bet. Yeah. It's one or the other. Did you did you see the new Wit Spoilies? It won the Palm Door. Great. Oh wow. It was called Please Abraham. I am not that man. All right. Let's do this. Context number one. What would be the saddest ending possible for this movie? What would be the saddest ending possible for Sorry to Bother You? It almost kind of has it. It almost has it. It almost has it. It definitely doesn't. 
No. no. Because it is a fairly happy ending. Uh, yeah. For most of the protagonists. Yes. 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 It's a concerning ending. It's a concerning But ending. it's pretty happy. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. I mean, it could be happier. Yeah. Absolutely. But it could be so much worse. But it could be devastating. Yeah. Yes. It could be. Yeah. And that, everyone, is what we're here for. Well, <laughs> I think the first and most obvious way to do this mm-hmm. is cut the thing that happens in the credits. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. if you cut that scene out... This shit gets dark. It gets like, sad instantly. Right. So, yeah. transformation into Equisapien begins, and then movie's over. That's pretty sad, actually. That's very it's sad. Like, hey, you all did it. You overcame the worry free and all of the bad capitalist stuff. Hooray, great! And now we get to live in a garage again. Oh boy, oh boy. Just kidding. I'm becoming a horse. And it's <laughs> like, and it's literally. So we're gonna sum up the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You That's... said it was hard, Christian, but I did. And, oh wow. All right, I take it back. You said it was hard. Title of my sex tape. You said it was hard, but I did it. Um, <laughs> Wait. So, uh, mm, I'm getting mixed messages. Go ahead. Uh, so, <laughs> but no, it's he's basically at that point, he's doing exactly what he was told he should do. Yeah. He has made himself a leader of a movement. He has made himself a public figure of renown who mm-hmm. is leading people uh, and True. getting people on his side. Yep. And now he's a horse person. Mm. He sure is. So, the Martin Luther King of horses. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's it. Except it's now yeah. he's dark. also not getting paid. So it's like a double win. Yeah. <laughs> I think. And then if you include the credit scene at the end, he becomes the Malcolm X of horses rather than the Martin Luther King I of horses. I th- <laughs> think yes. that might be what they were going yeah. for. Yeah. yeah. And if somebody's listening to this that hasn't watched the movie... Martin Luther King of Horses is a line from the movie. Like it's not <laughs> right. Yeah, we're, <laughs> yes. we're not being. Like, yeah, yeah no. <laughs> again, again. If you're listening to this, make sure you haven't clear. seen the movie. I, I really, I really cannot stress enough how confusing this is going this to be. Can't be fun no. for you. No, no. In fact, like I challenge you, listener. Yeah. You haven't seen this movie and you're still listening. Right, keep listening and see if you can have any bit of a good time. <laughs> Just even a little. Yeah. If you have one bit of fun, you have to tell us. <laughs> yeah, otherwise, you you're a cop. To. Otherwise, <laughs> you're a cop or you're Ben Gibbard. <laughs> or you're Ben. Or, well, Ben. Ben Ben can't ben. tell us. He has to tell everyone else. Ben, yeah. if you have fun while you ben. listen to this, because I know you haven't seen Zarya Bother You, Ben. Ben. Ben, ben Gibbard, ben. if you have a fun while you listen you to this. If you have a fun. Ben Gibbard, if you have a fun. You have to tell everyone. <laughs> it's me. What is what? was the joke we just made my what it's me quit spoilies spoilies quit spoilies spoilies. yes what a visionary anyway let's make this movie sad yeah uh, yeah so so that's the first and easiest way to make a sad ending ending. no triumph can we make it any sadder yes uh she could full on leave him for what's his face Uh, for for squeeze for squeeze squeeze, yeah yeah. detroit could leave yeah Yep. Uh, I don't even find that extremely sad. Like it's sad. It's not because it pretty much kind of happens already. But, but it's not that sad. I guess. It's but kind also, of fitting for cash. It's like that. That depends on whether <sighs> you subscribe to the theory that Stephen Yun's character yeah. is actually a plant. Yeah, because that's the thing. I don't think he's on the level. Right. Yeah. And like by the time once shit actually finally gets real, like he becomes completely incompetent. Right. Quote unquote. Yep. True. Yeah. So yeah, you never know. Yeah. I. I think what what is more what like the thing I want to focus on with the sadness of the ending is Cassius saying yes 
to uh to the benevolence of Jeff Bezos of you know of uh, Lyft <laughs> right. what's his is it Lyft Warren Lyft is uh, that Seth Lyft or St- Steve Lyft okay Steve Lyft I think is what it is Steve. I have it written down in my little document oh. he wrote the book I'm on top and <laughs> and he loves rap well, like Terry Crews, Terry Crews having Steve to live Lyft. in one of those like oh. work in yes, living things exactly. like that would have been very and everybody sad. kind of just needing to live in that because he alienates yeah. himself Cassius alienates himself so much from everyone else uh, because he doesn't realize that it's important to stand up for the people that are going to get put in worry free and then turned into horses and all that yep. he's going to be like this money's too good like the money is too good and it's a tragedy about money being more powerful than morals like yes. that's that's devastating to me to watch the beginning of this movie where they're both kind of on the same page and he's like into the idea of protest until he gets that that trickle and he's like oh shit i like that money though but i can support you from the sidelines and then as the movie goes on he just becomes more and more on the sidelines to the point where he maybe even still thinks that he is like he's probably still like the last shot of the movie is him like reblogging some articles about unionization. Yeah. But he's like yeah. killed everyone that he loves. Yeah. Like, but yep. he still thinks that he's woke, that he's yeah. like doing the right thing. I think that's the saddest ending to this film. Yeah, and that's actually the truest to reality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that's a story <laughs> yeah, that happens why. every day. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what that's what it sounds yeah. like. That's pretty that's pretty grim, that specific noise. Yeah. Um yeah. It's his agreement sound. Oh, God. <laughs> That's like the it's the it's the anti ASMR to your stomach punch sound. Mm, very true. Very true. When somebody asked me to give a eulogy at my grandpa's funeral, I just made that sound, and everyone was like, mm, "So true, <laughs> mm, so true, <laughs> mm, so true." And then right in the ground. All right. Well, <laughs> what, what else could make what this if, movie? What if that's all it took? Just <laughs> right in the ground. Plop right into the ground. Just plop. We're making there. a different sound every time for what it is plop, like to go back mm, in the ground. And <laughs> plop. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you know what? All ground is different. <laughs> Every ground is important. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. All ground is different. Oh, man. If there's one message to take away from this episode. Not all ground. Not. <laughs> hashtag not all ground. <laughs> uh, okay, so. What him- if he became an Equisapien but didn't get the Equisapien dick? You just kept the normal one and you're just like, <laughs> God damn it. Oh, that would well, be a bummer. Yeah, that would be a very sad ending. I don't it would know. Be sad. Dick seems like a curse. It does seem like a curse. Well, horse size dick yeah, for that's sure. Horrible. Why would no one well, want? Well, yeah, that. But, yeah. Horse well, size, that's but that's true. the thing. Like, <laughs> it, it depends Some on if that. you're if you're gonna be fraternizing with other Equisapiens. <gasps> and we didn't see any Equisapien women. It was all dudes. True, or at least all people that had dicks. Fair. You never yes, know. That's <laughs> fair. True. You never true. know. True, true, true. But. But you're right. Every Equisapien had a big, big old, old dong. Yeah. And so, like, what are they going to do? Fuck <laughs> yeah. a horse? Like, uh, no I mean, woman uh, can contain, uh, excuse me, yeah, the vast no, majority no of human women cannot contain <laughs> a horse penis. Yeah. <laughs> I am hedging all of my all of my statements oh, oh, on you that. You just never know. Because yeah. biology is weird. Oh, yeah. I, I got a D plus in earth sciences in ninth grade. I am mm. in no way a, an expert in biology. Uh, <laughs> Um, I got a D plus is, however, one of the names of one of the videos I've watched of somebody containing a horse penis. I'm just kidding. I've never watched those. I know they exist, though. They're <laughs> all out right. there, baby. Well, FBI, since, out there, since you're definitely li- listening. Yeah, all you female body inspectors out there. Right? <laughs> <laughs> 
Ben Gibbard. Ben Gibbard. Oh, tell him, Ben. <laughs> Soldier Ben, tell him. Um, that's that's when. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. that's why we have to couch it because. I don't un- know. Unfortunately, I think that is some people's thing. I don't know how bodies do. I know. Yeah. But um, it just feels like it's a bad choice. It just anyway, it we're not like here bad, to talk about why no. fucking a horse is a bad idea. That's true. Right. That's true. <laughs> but we are here to talk about why it'd be sad not to get us. It's one of the selling points of being an Equisapien. Well, yeah, it was one of the two big ones. Yeah, it's one of the two big ones. <laughs> it was just like one a five. It's a short term five year contract, yep. and you get a horse cock. Yeah, like those <sighs> are those are two sides of the same coin. See, yeah, and yeah, I guess you're right. Two sides of the same coin, basically yeah. equivalent. <laughs> it's almost exactly the same. Yep. I, I would yeah. argue it's the same side of the same coin. Ooh. It's just one coin. It's, it's just a ball. It's, it's a coin. Yeah. It's a coin that's flat on one side, and the other side is just a, a picture a, of a horse cock. I'm a flat coiner. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. One of those. Right. Ooh, one of those. Yeah. I will not have a flat coiner on my podcast. <laughs> Uh, this is an oh no, Ross and Carrie. Um, <laughs> but uh, okay, all right, all right. Yes, we need to think more. I, you know what? That's pretty sad. Thank you. But I think I can do you one sadder. Do me. Take me to school, sister. Okay. Take me to school. <laughs> okay. <sighs> so we jump forward in time. Yes, we do. Five years. Yep. He has accepted, or he has, you know, accepted his role as the Martin Luther King Jr. of horses, mm-hmm. horse people. Mm-hmm. He, he, he is like, he has led this sort of semi-revolution. And in so doing, he has created a, a, a society of nobility around the Equisapiens that, have, that has in no way slowed down the growth of the number of Equisapiens living and working in the okay. world. In sure, fact, sure. they have grown exponentially as predicted by Steve Lift. Steve. Now, it's five years later. Steve Lift has so successfully both managed uh oh what's worry free and their whole mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. and the the protests of worry free from the Equisapiens who he yep. is also who secretly he's controlling basically orchestrating all of that and managed that, it. That he has managed to more or less take over both sides of the political spectrum in the labor and management mm-hmm. sides mm-hmm. and successfully lobbies Congress to make uh to make everyone to, to create a social a faux socialist paradise wherein uh, everyone has to work for worry free on a lifetime contract. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's yeah. like yeah. nobody has to work in capitalism anymore. Right. Yay. Yeah. But also yeah. you're wow. all working for wow. worry free. So it's a guaranteed jobs bill. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. A that's guaranteed an, jobs bill that's that yeah, it's good. is in only beneficial really to him. That's Orwellian. <laughs> it's that's what that is. Dark as fuck. Yeah. Uh and that's the saddest ending it's possible for this movie, I think. Yeah. It's pretty sad. Because yeah, that's the end of life. Basically, sort of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and at that point, well, even like if the, he what does, makes life worth living anyway, exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, and then even if Cassius does, you know, his his contract does expire, he goes back to being a normal person. He has to go to worry free. <laughs> yeah, what is his life? Yeah, right. Like, exactly. So it's uh, it's pretty which grim. Is, which teaches a good lesson, though. It's like, hey, you you buy in, but like, as long as you're in the middle of the buy in the system is going to spit you out at some point right. and step on you. Like yeah. it's not, you can't, you can only sell out 
and shill for so long before it stops being something that right. benefits you anymore. Yep. Yep. Even if you help create it. That's why. Even if you help create it. You eat them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm, how what and else is sad what else hey I, what I, else is sad i think that his uncle has to get evicted like yes, for whatever reason sure. that's just like a little a thread that doesn't really get pulled on as hard in the movie yeah like it's a big motivator for why he takes the promotion i think it's not really said that that's a huge motivator but it's definitely one of his motivations for just trying to do well in general mm-hmm. his promotion scenes don't really involve him being like i need to do this for my uncle but like that's a big part of it and him delivering the check is i was like gonna say after he delivers the check him. i don't think terry cruz ever comes He's back in, in the it, movie which i think hmm. is kind of a mistake like yeah. I, I thought he actually should have been included in like the ending warmth of the show yeah. but he could be included in the ending uh what cold ice the you know <laughs> the frozen wastelands of the sad ending of this movie <laughs> yeah and what if probably being sorry. kicked out and all of his stuff's being reposed. I was going to say, what if know, Cassius Green <laughs> secretly evicted his uncle? So they move back <laughs> into the garage at the end and he's redecorated mm. with all the stuff from his new apartment. So as to like say to Detroit, like, yeah, I like all this nice stuff now, but we're back in the garage. We're yeah. back where we should be. But, but with, unbeknownst to her, he has kicked out his uncle, forcefully bought the house from him and left him destitute in the street. <laughs> Yikes. Because he does yeah. not give a shit. Yeah, he anymore. doesn't actually care. He doesn't actually he, he care. He likes the, uh, the appearance of caring is exactly. what he did for Detroit, for even his job. It probably benefits him to it's have a win-win the appearance for him. of caring. Yeah, totally. He, it's a win-win. It's double wins, baby. I had, I had no other way to go <laughs> with that. <laughs> I was thinking of like, how can I restate this to really emphasize my point? And I, I can't. It's a win-win. Yeah. What, where's... What's the win of evicting his uncle? Oh, that like, he gets to he gets to have the house to himself. Mm-hmm. The, you know, he gets he doesn't have to live under his uncle's roof. It's technically his own roof. Uh, <laughs> he gets to have the house. He gets to have all that. But he also gets to. But uh, Detroit thinks that there's just back in the garage like they were before. So mm-hmm. she doesn't question the fact that yeah. you know Terry Crews isn't there anymore. But then he loses family. So yeah. It's a win-win lose. But he yeah. doesn't care. But he doesn't about his care about his because he doesn't actually care about it. He cares about Detroit <laughs> and he mm-hmm. wants her to think that he cares about everything else, but really all he cares about is her and his money. Mm, that money. And that money. Yeah, True. yeah. They'd have to Yeah, so that scene where he gives Terry Crews money to save the house would have to not happen at all. Or it's him work. buying the. It's like him secretly buying the house from her. He like tricks him into signing away the deed to the house <laughs> yeah. or something, uh, something geez. weird like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, where he basically turns into an incredibly manipulative capitalist that yeah. is just looking out for himself. One dark. classically not, uh, yeah. sad thing that mm. we have neglected so far in mm. this retelling, in which this movie really could have used as a <laughs> as a sort of C plot is, um, look. Look, Danny Glover's getting too old for this shit. He says literally that in the movie. And by too old for this shit, I mean driving. And Uh so is he? Oh, no. Despite despite his best efforts, he can't get his driver's license (laughs) renewed. He just can't do it. He just can't. He can't handle himself on the road anymore. And so but he tries so hard throughout the film. To regain <laughs> his like driver's license. Scenes. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's half the movie. Yeah. Yeah. 
and uh, he's convinced that all he needs is just a little bit, a little bit of money for his like glaucoma medication because yeah. he also because yep. part of it is he can't see that well. <laughs> but he's like, if I make enough money at this at this telemarketing gig, I'll be able to get that, and then I'll get my license back. Mm. But he never does. Oh, no, yeah. he never does. Well, it's because he keeps buying that expensive liquor shit in the yeah, inside yeah. the bottle of the Give thing. Me yes. the nice stuff. But, <laughs> like that'll be one thousand dollars, and he's like, oh man, I'll never see. <laughs> Worth it. <laughs> worth it. So worth it. I hate my eyes. <laughs> and and he does have that T-shirt for. Uh, uh, I got the shit kicked out of me. I got the shit kicked out of me. <laughs> what a great show. Maybe um, that's the like the and he goes on that show because they're gonna pay him like enough money to get. Oh my god, he goes on that show because they're gonna pay him enough money to get an operation so he can see again, so that he can drive. But he gets the shit kicked out of him so bad that his eyes are ruined forever. Yeah, yeah, and yes. then he can't ever drive. Yeah, so there's a, a whole new C plot that just to make that character sad. Yeah, <laughs> which it would be <laughs> right. Yep. It really that's would right. Be. Yeah, I yeah. mean, what's sadder than an old person? Person not not able not as we've the, learned on yes, this show. No, yeah. they can't, canonically there's nothing sadder. Nothing than that. is sadder. No, no, no. no. <laughs> the driver's uh, license and then a fire at the airport. I don't yeah, know. Do you guys want to do another context? Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. How would this be different if it was made twenty years earlier? Or if it's it's going to keep talking, but it, we don't know what it would be like twenty years no. in the future. <laughs> no. What if this movie okay. was made 20 years earlier? So oh. 1998. Yeah. What okay. a year. That's a, that's a year. That is a, that's actually a big year. Windows 98. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Big year for Windows. That was a big year for Windows. It was the year after Titanic. Doors are over. Windows are in. Um, You know, I think it's not unprecedented for this kind of movie to have existed Mm -hmm. in at least some form in that era i think spike lee really and john singleton Mm -hmm. they like Mm -hmm. really cracked a sort of style um in in the late 80s early 90s if anything more of these kind of movies were made in the past than they are now yeah yeah Yeah. that's true it's an absurdist black comedy that's very satirical yeah like yeah terry gilliam could have made it like if it wasn't uh, but Spike Lee is you nailed it yeah like, Spike Lee could have made this movie right do you guys want me to just kind of to place us in the time do you want me yeah, to absolutely stop okay yeah put, put so us there. in 1988 we saw releases of films such as Saving Private Ryan Pleasantville which I think is kind of applicable here mm-hmm. uh, Big Lebowski also sure, sure. Here. yep mm-hmm. Rushmore uh, mm-hmm. Rush Hour <laughs> um, <laughs> The Truman Show okay uh, Bugs Life Thin oh, Red Line, so American cool. History X. Wait, Thin Red Line and Saving Private Ryan came out in the same year? Yeah, yeah dog. Dang, that's a good year for war movies. Yeah, dog. Good year for war. Yeah, dog. It's a great year for war. <laughs> Shakespeare <laughs> in Love, Mulan, Blade, what? The Wedding Singer, Mask of Zorro, Enemy of the State, Holy shit. Wild Things, What Dreams May Come, which also seems very applicable to this. Uh, yeah. Just in terms Psychedelic. of like a, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and Enemy of the State, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, geez. In like yeah, a this weird movie way. could have been made in 1998. That's right. Deep Impact and Armageddon, that was the 1998 year. Huh. It just would have, and it wasn't like, it didn't get the widest release here, but it got pretty, it probably overstepped its uh, its attendance in terms of its release. Mm, sure. I feel like it probably was in too many theaters and probably didn't make as much money as those theaters wanted it to make. I don't know. I don't know uh, the numbers. I 
don't know. I no, thought it did pretty well. Actually, it, it made it. It made its money back. Okay. I think soundly well, that's in good. theaters. Yeah, I, it didn't I have a huge budget. Great. I don't think. Yeah, I, that's probably true. Yeah. I think there's been there's been a, a sort of marketing strategy, a release strategy with a lot of these sort of indie movies in the last few years that uh, has been working, which is release it in smaller theaters, get the buzz going, and if it. <laughs> If it hits hard enough in those smaller theaters, really, then wide release it. Yeah, people have um, been saying that's the route yep. Booksmart should have taken, but I don't know that that's true. Well, it's t- yeah, it's tough it's to, hard say. to say. Yeah, because I really do think. I mean, people have been comparing it more to Lady Bird, and I'm like, if they'd compared it more to Lady Bird than to Superbad, Super they might yeah. have gotten their audience to yep. go, yep. which is what they should have. Yeah, absolutely. Everyone should yes. have gone. Yes. Yep. But um, anyway, that was last week's yeah, shiver <laughs> last episode. This movie, I you know I. I'm curious to know how it would have done in 1998. Yeah. I I think it would have been small, but like not that small. I think it would have been one... I honestly think it'd be one of those movies where it came out in 1998. We'd still be talking about it today. Yeah. It'd be like in people's lists of totally. movies you should watch. Yep. And, yeah. Yeah. Because these ideas are not new. No. And like nothing about the, the social media elements of it are new. So like that part of it, which is right. not huge. Like the amount of anti-phone and anti-technology rhetoric is fairly limited. Well, but let's also consider 1998 was right in the middle of the internet bubble. The dot-com boom mm, was yeah. Still, yeah. was like right. in yep. full swing. Totally. So so how would that bit of uh bit of like would it be a like a, a like a boom? So instead I don't, of a phone service, I know, think like, wait, I, it's the? tricky because I think at the time mm. the rhetoric was a lot less of the sort of like tech daddy billionaire. There weren't really very many yeah, of those. Yeah. So it wasn't this sort of idea that we have now of these you know, tech billionaires who act like they're hip and disrupting everything. Right, but in yeah. but like truly what they're doing is just a digital version of the sort of like feudalistic <laughs> Uh, you know, old world ideas yeah. that have been around in capitalism forever. It, it probably They're, would have just not had that face. Like exactly. I think you just kind of erase uh, Steve Lift. Yeah, and it's just worry free, right? Because that sort of dystopic come here because it's nice enough, and you it's a UBI, and you'll be okay. Sure. And then like they all get turned into horses still by the maniacal, more sinister, more businessman, conventional-ish CEO of Worry Free. Maybe, yeah. You know, it's just like a little more classic of like a 90s guy in a suit with white hair that sits behind a desk and is yeah. like, I'm going to show you the truth behind Worry Free. Right. Yeah, this would have been, it was the year before The Matrix. Um, yeah, yeah. Right around the time of Dark City also. So Yeah, Dark City mm-hmm. came out in time. Dark City is a good touch point for this too, yeah. actually, in a weird way. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, think, I think there was sort of a, a market for i mean this is post 12 monkeys so like there's the market <laughs> is there for these kinds of like weird almost sci-fi but yeah, not really totally. like it, stylistically it's kind of a sci-fi film i mean you've got the fucking equisapiens yeah. which yeah. is science fiction in and of itself but mm-hmm. like the uh, but it's the, also a very urban movie yeah like it's it's yeah. an interesting mashup yeah. of like like a like a do the right thing mm-hmm. and friday yeah meets like 12 monkeys and like i don't know gondry hadn't made a movie yet but like human <laughs> nature or something uh sure. like um science of sleep you know yeah yeah, yeah. it is it is like that it's very um, fanciful but something of that like that but it's even that before wes anderson got into his more whimsical yeah 
Mm-hmm. Uh, visually whimsical stuff. Yeah. You know what just occurs to me? What? I think being John Malkovich came out the year after that, uh, <gasps> like 1999. Shit. Thank you, my friend. And this is like, oh, that's yeah. This is like it's either year after or the year before. Yeah. Something like that. Tonally, fairly similar. Yeah. Like a lot. Yeah, 1999. Yeah. yeah maybe a lot. Maybe a little bit more like comically absurd mm-hmm. than mm-hmm. being John Malkovich. Though Definitely. that's got. It's funny. And it's also yeah. that's also a big like uh, there's a lot of capitalist humor in that because yeah. of the sort of like office culture that John Cusack's character is a part Absolutely. of. Absolutely, there's, there's a yep. lot of that going on. Um, yep, it is a very cynical movie. Y- yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise. Yeah, and, and and that movie's leaning more on like celebrity culture and sexual dysfunction right. and a whole bunch of other shit. And this is dealing more with you know racial politics and economic politics. Yeah. And horses, yeah, mostly um, horses. Most a lot Equine of politics. a lot of yeah. horse politics. Um, but yeah, I, d- I, I, but I think totally it's not work. unprecedented. No, not no. at all. That's kind of what's amazing and about it's pretty this. Relevant. And, and you're right; they did make seem to make a lot more of these kinds of movies back then. Yeah, that's just. I guess I didn't think about it that way, but it's a tough script to sell to an audience now I think unless yes, you turn it into the kind of dark comedy that it is yeah right or it's like made for Netflix streaming yeah. like yeah. yes I also think there's there's been there there's a harder political edge to these kinds of movies now than maybe we've had in a while mm. like the 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 anger for so long has been about um about uh, uh the politics of like gay and lesbian couples and uh that that has been a huge part of the conversation in right. political movies over the last two decades mm-hmm. also uh war and anti-war mm-hmm. sort of because mm-hmm. we've been going through a war that is yeah old enough to vote now yep. um it's uh you know we've got all those sorts of things but and then after 2008 it was sort of like there was a there was an anti-banking kind of thing there's there's been a lot uh-huh. of that yep. edge to yep. things but now we're starting to see the sort of like the the people who were promising us the solutions to all yeah. these problems the people who were saying they were going to take us out of the muck and and bring us into a bright new future turns out they're like we're super skeptical th- of them now they're, we're so yeah. skeptical of them and, and for good reason yeah. yeah and so i think that edge is turning turning even harder to well, maybe just like capitalism in general doesn't work. Yes. Maybe yeah. we're just getting fucked over by mm-hmm. system after system after system. Yeah. Um and that's I think where like all the different components of racial politics and economic politics and all that come together in this movie is it's a everything is systemic mm-hmm. and an individual's yeah. how an individual plays into that system either to bolster it or to work against it sometimes it can have an impact, but a lot of times it's out of their control as to what happens. Mm-hmm. And yep. that's very now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, absolutely. Yes. I think one of the main differences and correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like, or I think rather, I don't feel, I also feel, I feel, and I think like in 1998, this movie may not have been one of the things I love about this movie so much as empathetic to the plight of a person within capitalism. And it might've been more about a specific kind of bad person that can exist in capitalism and uses worry-free as a manipulative thing rather than this whole system is broken because Mm. 2018 and even more now in 2019, we're just like, all right, capitalism, 
it, more and more and more we're saying this is it doesn't work for anybody and we got to stop more and more i'm feeling that this movie would have starred john cusack yeah yeah it could have <laughs> the, I, I don't know if the As racial squeezed, components might have been and they might yeah, have yeah. also they, they might have had yeah. to pick one or the other yeah yeah um or felt now. that they had to. Didn't, yeah you're, you're probably right yeah felt that they had, didn't have to but felt that they yes had to. because yep. yeah i guess coming you know come to think of it a lot of the sort of politically charged movies of that era that i think or even the ones that we listed out that have like weirder or very specific stylistic choices they're not really blending styles so much and, mm, true. and not blending so many seemingly disparate themes into one bigger theme i know yeah. I, I don't know if that's it necessarily feels like true but it feels that was the area the era when the films that boots riley was kind of <laughs> picking from yes born. yes and, yes huh. well okay. you look at something like enemy of the state like if maybe sure. if boots riley had made that the the government paranoia story and the the disparate racial dynamics of will smith and gene hackman Mm -hmm. uh like (laughs) their roles within society and also their the way the government is treating them like there would have been some sort of uh, a Venn diagram in which that movie would have fallen where those two things were integral to the message yeah instead it is almost exclusively i don't remember there being a racial component to that movie at all and i've watched it fairly recently um it's almost entirely uh just a paranoid cyber thriller about the u.s government right so it's yeah you know yeah, that's a, that's a good point yeah. that intersection is more approachable yeah yeah well they didn't see race in the 90s <laughs> <laughs> i think intersectionality has has yeah. brought us a, a long way in yes. terms of how we discuss these sorts of topics and i think that's uh, sorry to bother you is such an important example of that in film mm-hmm. because this it has so many different elements going on you know there's there's sexism all over yeah. this thing as well yeah. we're not really talking about that right yeah. now yeah no we're but not like, but, but it's yeah there yeah, it is very much there yeah and it's hard to say if that would have uh come up mm-hmm. in in really any yeah. meaningful way in 1998 yeah right or if it they, if it would have even been a, a attempt right like that's you're right that the focus maybe was a little bit more enemy of the state. I think is a great example of like, it's this, it's a movie about this thing, right? Yep. It's not a movie that's multi-layered and multi-textured and complicated and doesn't have an answer. It's not a millennial movie. <laughs> it's it's like, I don't know, it's a bunch of gray areas and they all kind of suck. And like, what do you do? You turn into a horse. Like, like That's like what this movie says. Again, you said we couldn't summarize this movie. <laughs> what do you do? A bunch of gray areas. Horse nose. Uh, and instead, it probably would have been like, it may have been even more concrete about the kinds of actions that are complicit and scabby and the kinds of actions that are mm-hmm. good and moral and ethical. And there might have been a clearer line right. from the capitalist, uh, the person that's critiquing capitalism in 1998 may have had a more prescriptive way to critique capitalism than mm-hmm. Boots Riley does now, which is to say a big good one but not one that provides the thing that comes after, right. which is kind of what we're jam- our jam is now is like, hey, we don't like this is not good. And we're not pretending that we're Thomas More and we figured out what is good. <laughs> right. But we for sure know that we don't like this and that this isn't working for a lot of people. Well, and let's yeah. talk about I mean, uh, uh, briefly, I just want to the the, sure. the the dot com bubble of yeah, the late yeah, 90s. Okay. Yeah. 
there was an air of hopefulness about it that we don't have mm. anymore because that mm. bubble burst. But at the mm. time, it was, you can start a website and anyone can be an entrepreneur and be, become Holy a millionaire shit. off yep. the internet. You Holy just move to California and no yeah. one knows who you are because it's the internet. They can't see yep. you. They so, can't see you. <laughs> so you can, you can create an empire and it'll be that way forever. <laughs> um, and it will be that and, way forever. And then sure it, enough, and then and it was true. obviously not. So um, I think that, that's a disillusionment revel- like, we have now that we didn't have necessarily then. That's a great point, with, actually. Yeah. With the internet. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, we, we've definitely had that disillusionment with a lot of other elements of right. capitalism. But I think at the time, the Internet was still seen as the new frontier. Yes. And that. You're right that it was that helpful. vanished. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so I, I being a kid know. and being like, I'm going to make a website. Like when I were like, <laughs> uh, we we bought a domain called stuffinators.com. We're just about stuff. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> Stephanators.com is actually a pretty good name. That's not a bad name for a website yeah. today. No, it's right? also not a bad name for a podcast that I'm going to start with Bon right now. Oh, okay. Welcome, well, to uh, oh. Welcome to Stephanators.com. The podcast. Go to our website, Stephanators.com.com. .co.com.gov. .edu, because we're going to educate you yeah, that's on right. stuff. Yeah. About stuff. .edu, .edm, because we're going to teach you all about EDM music. Nice, nice. <laughs> Ele- wait, electronic dance music music. Yes, that's yeah. true. Uh, so there's my... a domain called .game now? Sorry. Oh, that's good. There's, a d- th- there's fucking domains about .everything these days. Yeah. There's like .everything. Who can even keep up? Who can keep up? No one. I think... My new podcast. <laughs> Thank you for doing stuffnators.com with me, Bond. That was a, succe- a successful run, but I think now I'm going to start my own okay. podcast okay. called stuffandnators.com, which is oh. about Ralph and other <laughs> naters and also other stuff. Yeah, sure. Because uh, Ralph, he, you know, nobody's we, talking about We mostly anymore. talk about seatbelts. Yeah, seatbelts. I've been a big fan of your show, stuffandnaters.com. Yeah, it's, it's had a really, also it's a great run. A great run. Oh. Uh, I would like, I am going to be starting my own offshoot uh, podcast mm-hmm. called stuffinnators.com, yep, yep. which is uh, <laughs> a is foreign parody podcast yeah. of, of various stories of me <laughs> or other people, we haven't decided yet, <laughs> filling Ralph Nader filling with him. various objects, mm-hmm. love mostly penises. Mm-hmm. See, and I but, love mm-hmm. your show, uh, stuffinnators.com, <laughs> um, but I'm going to start one on my own called Stuffed Taters, oh. Uh, oh, where we just talk delicious. about delicious stuffed so that's why it's a spinoff of my show yeah stuff that's how the transition we're stuffing these taters with fellas cheese yeah cheese whiz uh, anyway, anyway, do you guys well, want to do another yeah, context? <laughs> I think when we start talking about Ralph Nader, it's time to move on. <laughs> it's a solid rule. If yeah, only we'd yeah. said that in 1998. Oh, oh. Shit. Ship it, ship it. Which characters should have gotten together and why? Ship it, ship it. Which characters should have gotten together and why? Sounds like a fun little jingle. It does. Ship it, ship it. Which, which characters should have gotten, gotten together, together and, and why? <laughs> I got the shit kicked out of me. <laughs> That's the theme song. Too. I got Just the like shit lots of explosions of <laughs> and gunshots. Um, Which characters should have gotten together mm. and why? And why? And why? And why? 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 I think. And there's like not. Hmm. There's a bunch of characters. There's I a lot think, of characters. Uh, 
Everett, how do you pronounce uh, her last name? It's not debauchery. Uh, it's Debo Cherry. Debo Cherry. That's right. Debo Cherry. Oh yeah, her. Okay. Uh, uh, she it? should end up with uh, Mr. Blank. Ooh, Ooh, that's a fun one. Okay, tell me why. Tell because me why. Tell me why. She's clearly into those gentlemen that go up to that floor. Yes, the power of that is yeah. incredibly seductive to her. <laughs> yep. Um, and uh, he doesn't seem to have anyone. Her Not that he needs anybody. Diana. That is. Her, yeah. That is her name. Uh, and I just think it would be cute. Yeah. Be cute. I, why? Because I love be her cute. character. I think she's, she's the hilarious. best. I mean, oh, she's, she's so also an amazing comedian. So like, yeah. that's why her character is very her good. She gives off. Great, she gives off a great like. I want to see her and Catherine Hahn play like sisters yes. or something together because <laughs> they have the same kind of vibe. Yeah. Totally. Yes. Yeah. I was honestly the. I was like for a second. I like. I was like, did they originally want Catherine Hahn for this? And she just wasn't available. <laughs> it's possible. Uh, do we get paid more? I no. Think, <laughs> no. <laughs> that, yeah, oh, that delivery was. <laughs> That was what that, sold yeah. me. It's it's a hard <laughs> gag to do for the show, right. so it's like tough. But I love the the, the beat because it's like, are we going to get paid more money? And then she points. <laughs> she goes like, "Hey," and then quotes, "No." <laughs> Air quotes, <laughs> lean back, eye yeah. oh, roll. No. It's so it's like, just a rich, prolonged, <laughs> very cringy corporate moment, and I love it <laughs> so much. This movie is she full really nails of it. Those. Yeah, she yes. really nails it. So I think I would like to see her really nail. Mr. Blank? Mr. Blank. Mr. Yeah. Beep. Mr. Which Beep. Which is yeah. of different lengths every time. Yeah. And that's my favorite part. <laughs> yes. Like, it's never the same amount of time that it takes well, to say his name. I think name. it's only the two or three times, but it's still every fucking time. Yeah, I think it is three. Yeah, I think you're right. Okay. Because yeah. he... Because... um. Don't... Miss, don't call me Mr. Yeah. Just call me. Just call me. <laughs> and then uh, Steve Lift says it, but it's yes. very short. That's right. He's like, <laughs> That's shut <right>. up. <laughs> and it's just like, beep. Oh, I forgot about it's that. It's so little. It's like, how did you fit it in there? God. That's that, it. Title of my series. All right. Yeah. On IMDb, his character is Mr. Underscore underscore. Actually, underscore. Yeah, it is Mr. Blank. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I was like, why is it that? Oh, yeah. Because yep. his name is a censored thing. Yeah. <laughs> I think that guy for sure has a lot of juice. Yeah. Like, that dude, he's dripping. <laughs> he needs to kiss something. Yeah. Uh, and I think he could be good with. Uh, with Steve Lift, actually, I think they would get into each other quite a bit. Actually, yeah, yeah it seemed like he kind of like was. It, yeah. he, it seemed like he was actually a little bit jealous of uh, yeah, Cassius. Totally. Yeah, do you all think, the attention he was getting. So, do you think that my uh, my dark horse <laughs> is Cassius and the computer in the elevator? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> also, it is a sequel to the movie Her. Yes. Uh, and <laughs> and they, you know who actually I would I would almost ship uh, Mr. Blank in the elevator. Also true. Yeah. Uh, just as yeah. much. Yeah. Just because totally. like dude's that, basically a robot. That is a thirsty ass elevator. It is. Yeah. It is. It wants it. It and wishes it had that. hands so it's that it so could, it could caress, caress your muscular brain. <laughs> I love that. I love it. It's so good. Incredible. So, so that's it. Like that line alone is like, oh yeah, I want Cassius in the elevator to do whatever a computer and a person do. Yeah. 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 Which yeah. is like the movie Her. And honestly, spin off Her 2 starring Lakeith. Yes, please. Yeah, I'd watch that. Yeah, like, I'd totally 100%, watch that. 100% yes, I would watch Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Um, so I ship that. Yeah. I guess, oh, another one, uh, including w- with Cassius, mm. uh, would be Cassius and Squeeze. Okay, okay. Because like angry fucking each other. I guess I my <laughs> cuz I feel like uh what Cassius is asked to do 
by Army Hammer, we've said his name so many times, Steve Lift, Steve Lift, is the same thing that Squeeze was asked to do and is doing oh, I see. Uh, in the telemarketing department. Yeah, totally. I agree. I, that's my interpretation. Yeah. You know, technically they leave that open, which I think is a smart move. It is a smart yeah. move. But, um, but I, I could see them being like, oh man, you get it. And then they fuck. Yeah. Mm, and you know what? Yeah. Maybe yeah, they don't even they're say both it. like little yeah. worms. Maybe they don't even say oh, it explicitly, shit. but they sort of sense yeah. it on each other. Yeah. They they're like, smell we're, it. we're on this. They could smell it. And that's why it. that's why Squeeze goes after Detroit. Not because he's so sexually interested in her. It's because he wants to be wiener cousins. With, yeah. We must be closer cousins. to Cassius. Yeah. <laughs> he wants to be an Eskimo brother. He wants yes. to have oh, no. he wants to have shared I want to we have been where you have been. I want he wants to have been where where he has been. <laughs> been where he oh what? Nothing. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. It's all cool. Everything we've said is so good. <laughs> um yeah, I guess I'm trying to think of any ships that would really jump out at me. David Cross and Pat Oswalt. Well, absolutely. Their voices, yes. Yeah. Just their voices. Uh, yeah. I also love the idea that it's like, this is what white people wish they sounded like, yeah. and it's like David Cross and Pat yeah. Oswalt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, two very funny comedians who's yeah. not really known for their no, voices. Being, being rather nasally and not, yeah. Yep. It's, it's a little dissonant that L- Langford, is that his name? Um, Langston. Langston. Yep. Uh, Obviously, a little bit of a nod. Um, but Danny Glover's character says, no, not nasally like that. And then both of the iconic white voices are very nasally. Yeah. I, I, like, I love his description of like what white people think they want to be like. Yes. You don't need this What money. they think they should sound like. What they think like. they should sound like. But then it turns out it's David Cross and Pat yes. Oswald. Which I, I thought was a great description. But yeah, there's yeah. a, yeah. a, a cognitive dissonance. dissonance there. But maybe that's intentional. I don't know. Maybe. You know, there's, there's really a lot of playfulness like that with this movie. So it's hard to tell. It's hard to tell. Yeah. Um, yeah, I could see their voices getting down and dirty. Um, <laughs> just, just talking to each just other. Talking. Phone sex. It, then it's like her, with but like without a physical body yeah. at all. It's too <laughs> AI. Yes. yes. Uh, so I guess it's like that like, scene in Age of Ultron. Yeah. With uh, Ultron and, uh, yeah. Or I guess spoilers for her, kind of what happens with Scarlett Johansson and, and uh, yeah, um, Brian, 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 Brian. Brian from Family Guy, the dog. <sighs> yeah, Brian mm. Cox's character. Mm. Brian Cox voices yeah. the like intellectual whatever yeah. that she right clearly wants to yeah. bone. Yeah, yeah, but you 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 didn't like when her and Brian the dog bone from Family Guy. <sighs> dog boned. Yeah. Mm. Do you remember that character from Family Guy? I remember the character the from Family her. Guy. Oh Do you no, I don't when remember. He was in the movie Her and they had sex. Mm. Hold on, let's flash to it real quick. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> Oh, that was a great scene. Wow. It was wow. so family guy for us I'm to really, watch yeah. that scene and come I'm back. I'm really looking forward to editing that out of the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking forward to not hearing this back. <laughs> I don't ever want to hear this ever again. I don't ever want to hear this. Mm. That was nothing. No, that was cool. Uh, so it sounded kind of like Sting and the police. How about that super aggressively high-strung manager? Johnny? Anderson? Johnny? Oh, Johnny, the one who wanted to kill people and put their bodies <laughs> put in bags? Bodies in bags. Yeah. yeah, that guy. Let's see. Who? I mean, he and Cassius had a great high-five chemistry, and they basically fucked. They, did. <laughs> they, like, like, they, they were basically like, were hand-fucking pretty hard. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they went for it. Like, they had 
just as much sex as Detroit and Cassius in this movie. But I feel like him and <laughs> Honestly, Steve Lift would have like a thing going because they have like a similar energy both intensity. Cocaine all day. He would be okay. Uh, have you you have both seen This Is the End? Yes. Yes. He would. They would have the same relationship <laughs> that Danny McBride and Channing Tatum had yeah. in that movie. True. True. Um, true. One hundred percent. Yep. If, it yeah, seems I like could go for it. I believe it if like Johnny was just like Steve Lift's like shitty cousin that just he threw a bone and said like here just to have this job in this shitty telemarketing yeah. job. <laughs> yeah, because why seems are these like, telemarketing mm. managers not getting promoted up right. to the next level? They never really address that, which I found <laughs> kind of yeah. interesting. It was a little bit sad. Yeah. I, fe- I, was bit. A, I felt a little bad for Diana when she was like leading Cassius into the elevator and she's like gets to enter the code but then just like leaves him and is like, goodbye, have fun being a power caller while I go back downstairs to be a metal manager. Yeah. I don't know. A metal manager. A metal manager. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, shit. Do you know who the voice in the elevator is? Because uh, I had no idea until this. Rosario yeah. Dawson? I did not yeah. know that. Yep. Oh, really? I yeah. learned that when I looked it up today. Huh. I, I also I noticed you know. there was another name in the credits that I was confused by. Forrest Whitaker? Yeah, Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, he's he's uh, the, the, first of the first Equisapien. Help us. Yeah. Oh, my God. We're that's amazing. Borgullet. Borgullet. <laughs> I should have known when he said Borgullet. <laughs> when he said that into the camera and they played the clip on, I got the shit kicked Speaking out of me. Of which, and they said, what's Borgullet? That and is his character, saying, by the way. Borgullet. <sighs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I can't think of any more ships. Great. No. What is a practical life lesson you could learn from this movie? This is a new oh. context for us. Yeah. What is a practical oh. life lesson you could learn okay. from this movie? Didn't know okay. this one existed. This is, uh, yeah. Here's what, you know, one big one. Mm-hmm. Like, fucking get a regular ass Band-Aid for your head. Yeah, yeah. man. <laughs> yes. Like, yeah. Or like at least change the change dressing it. on your wounds. Yeah. I get that it's a, it's very iconic. And it oh, yeah. works sure. like for all the marketing and like it's, it's like makes a great Halloween costume. It, sure, yeah, it really does. And there's As clearly some sort, there's clearly <laughs> some sort of like a symbolic element mm-hmm. yeah. to it. Yeah, I get it. But like you're but rich, dude. Life, like, get new bandages. Get a new bandage. Change it. Change it. Yeah. Change it. Change change it. Yeah. That's if, change. If I still, can believe it. <laughs> as long as you're still bleeding, you got to keep changing your bandages. Mm-hmm. That's a good yeah. practical tip. It really is. It I learned really that from is. this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I learned it from watching you. <laughs> sorry to bother you. <laughs> no, sorry to bother you. <laughs> no, I'm no, not I'm sorry. sorry. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, oh, uh, maybe. Um, Fix your garage door open. Yeah, that too. Uh, <laughs> if you're gonna have sex in it, yeah. um, before you uh, spout off on somebody about how good they have it, maybe take stock in uh, how they have helped you. <laughs> yes, oh. before you do something, something like that, like when he's uh, bitching mm-hmm. at Terry Crews, and he's like, "Family, yeah, no kidding. bitch yeah. on your yeah. uncle." Yeah. <laughs> No, that's a great point. <laughs> I'm your fucking uncle. Yeah. <laughs> I'm your like. What do you mean, my family? I'm your uncle. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, that you're was, right. No, that's that's a very good practical life lesson. Be like, consider where the other person is coming from, and maybe how yeah. they're actually doing you a huge fave. Yes. And they gave you that car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because if it's car. a bucket, they gave it to you. You're not yeah. gonna get back. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you know, another great life lesson <laughs> that I think we should all take to heart. Is if you're in a situation where, and, and and this is to the movie's credit, this is something I learned from the movie. Oh, okay, taught you. 
it taught me this, which is uh, if you're going to have to do manual windshield wipers, you got to make it fun for yourself. <laughs> Dude, that was awesome. They made it into like a little game where, where, where Sal even really wanted he to do it. Yeah. He complained that he wouldn't get wiper duty. Exactly. So if you're going to have to <laughs> be in a situation yeah. where you have to manually make it fun for yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, anything can be a game if you try hard enough. Yeah. yeah. And another practical life lesson, anything can be a union if sign twirlers can have a union. Yes. <laughs> yes. Anything can be An- a union. Another practical life lesson. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, uh, ask if uh, this powder in front of you is going to turn you into a horse before you snort it. Yeah. Yeah. Just like yeah. always ask. Yeah, yeah, just always ask. Like, just make sure what you're about to snort is actually drugs. Yeah. Yes, actually. Make, make sure what you're doing no, is like actually illegal drugs. drugs. For, yeah. Real, yeah. for real, if you're about to snort something, make sure you know what you're snorting. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. a yeah. very Make sure you know what you're snorting, lesson. but also make sure it's drugs. Make, make sure, sure it's drugs. drugs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we here at, uh, at Contextual Deviants <laughs> just want you to know you know, if you're gonna snort something, snort Make cocaine. it drugs. Yeah. <laughs> Make it drugs. Make it drugs. Make it drugs.org. <laughs> That's our work. first sponsor. It's yeah. a nonprofit. It's called a nonprofit. Make it drugs. Make it drugs. Make it drugs. Yes, we'll get Patrick Stewart. Yeah. Make it drugs. Make it drugs. Oh, nice. That's how they funded all drugs. these space Earl missions. <laughs> drugs. <laughs> hey, he is a drug. Gandhi hated that shit. Mm. So another practical, <laughs> uh, if you, uh, you know, are confused about the layout of someone's house and you're not sure what color Jade is and that you're looking for a bathroom and there are many other rooms that you know are not bathrooms, don't just go in one and yes. like think this will work <laughs> and yeah. just go in. no, no, no. <laughs> You go back and you're like, all right, I need more specific directions. Well, and, like, and a similar a similar point mm-hmm. to piggyback off that. Piggy. If you have a hallway with several doors and <laughs> you are going to distinguish them by color, by color. make them different colors. Make them like, yeah. different parts of the, like opposite ends of the color wheel. Like, yeah. it's yeah. not that hard. Not yeah. shades of the same yeah. color. Especially I if that, you, that was the joke, but don't do that. Yeah, but especially do if you've got a room that has like fucking horse people in it that yeah. you're keeping yeah. secret. That's just security. Hey, That's yeah. just bad security. Yeah. That's what that is. Homeowners, if you don't <laughs> want people to discover your horse people, Color your doors different colors. Color your doors yeah. different colors. Yes. Or, le- or leave the bathroom one. door open when you're oh, done with it. Oh my god! Yes. Leave the, that's genuinely leave the bathroom mm. door open when you're not using it. Yep. If you yeah. can, because then that signals to people like yep. when the door yeah. is closed, I wait. You know how when the door are, is open, I go. I, when door is open, I go. You know how people are like. If it's yellow, let it mellow. If it's brown, bludge it down. I yeah. think we can come up with a little bit of a rhyme, a little bit of a rap. Okay, all right, for, sure. Uh, for like, le- you know, you you want to cl- you want to put the seat down, but leave the door open. I don't know how to rhyme that. Uh, that's my that's my rap. Uh, don't my be a name clown. Leave Cuddy. the seat down. Don't be a clown. Leave the seat down. Mm-hmm. If you're leave having trouble open. coping, wait. <laughs> if you're done. If you're done pooping, poping, poping. Pope? <laughs> If you're done with Pope and leave the door open. open. (laughs) What else rhymes with open? Uh, Here, here, I know what it is. Clopin. Uh, Yeah, like like if you (laughs) have a closing shift and an opening shift, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking like a clothespin that you just like. Oh, you got clothespin? I can hold hang this hang this towel up with. You got one of them clothespin? You got clothespin? Here's what here's what it is. Don't be a clown. Leave the seat down. Leave the door open to stop people from noping. 
because what Cassius did when he went into that door, he walked out and he, and he noped out of there. Yeah, he was a big old nope. He noped. Yep. Or don't be a clown, leave the seat down, leave the door open to let Leslie nope in. Aww. Okay. Because she's nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's part of it. That's you part really of the want run. her in your bathroom. Because she's nice. Right. Yeah. You want she's her nice. in here. She rules. She will dump in that toilet so good and it will be amazing. That's all on a cross stitch in my grandma's house. 100% mm. no joke. Mm. Fantastic. My grandma's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> Hang on. Side story. Uh, Side story. I had a fucked up thing happen to me today. Oh, no. And I texted, <laughs> texted Bon about it immediately. Okay. okay. <laughs> so I got a fucking caribou this morning oh, and yeah. I'm at the register. Nice. And the guy asked me for my name. And I say, my name is Christian, because mm-hmm. that's my name. Nailed and it. he spells it back to me the way it's supposed to be spelled, which I was oh, like, that's okay. good form. I appreciate yeah, that. Okay. And I was like, you got it. Yeah. And he's, and I heard him say, it was a very loud caribou. I heard him say, oh, that's my brother's name. And I said, yeah. oh, huh. well, congratulations to your brother. Oh. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's a good. That's a, that's a pretty good response, actually. Like, it would be. Nice, and nice. And he says, <laughs> oh, no tears in his eyes no my brother passed away that's why i said that was my brother's name and and i immediately was like oh my god i'm so sorry i had no idea i'm so sorry i misheard you and he and he just he just gave me my card back and was like uh thank you your drink will be ready down there (laughs) oh man wow i mean to be completely fair, like you just, it's not your fault. It's yeah, really no. I, I, I no. Don't, oh, I'm gonna bring up my brother and then make the other person say something and then drop that on him. Like, yeah. what are you supposed to do in that yeah. situation? Like, at least accept the apology, right? Yeah. I can't. I can't yeah. be the, like if I I'm gonna know. if I'm gonna feel like an asshole, which I did, of course. Yeah. Or I want to make him think about his. Well, there's that. <laughs> there's that. Well, that's just tone Like, know the room. Um, but know like, the room. This is like, a caribou. Was a very important word in that sentence. Make yeah. sure the was is clear if instead of sounding like... But also, yeah. also, who ever has said, oh, that was my brother's name? Is that a thing? <laughs> yeah, I actually feel like that's the point at which that person shouldn't have said that. Well, yeah, they, they, should, they shouldn't have said they that should, at all. You don't they bring knew, that like, up. Yeah. You don't bring that up if it's just going to make you sad and it's going to make other people feel awkward. Just don't talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a caribou. Yeah. Read the room. Yes. Right. Read the room. Do the boo. <laughs> Leave the door open. Let Leslie know. Okay, open. here we go. <laughs> oh, well, okay. All right, fine. <laughs> I was going to say, don't be a dope. Leave the door open. Okay, that's pretty uh, I good. do like that. Yeah, yeah. I, but I, yeah, and also don't tell me your fucking brother died. How about that rule? What's the rhyme? <laughs> yeah. Don't fucking tell me that your brother is dead. Uh, Wait. <laughs> if uh, if you, unless no. you. Uh, upon... Don't tell me your brother died because, hey, man, at least I tried. Because, hey, man. Yeah, there you at go. At least I tried. Don't be a clown. Leave the seat down. Leave the door open to let Lizzie open. No, oh, not that. We're not doing that. No, now? Leslie Nope stays out. <laughs> she got noped. She noped out of there. She noped out. Leslie Nope noped. <laughs> I think. I think what I got is in there, and it involves the word lacking and cracking. Uh, leave the door cracking so you don't come up lacking. Something like that. Or you know, like, or because it okay, doesn't have to go. be open. It can be a different. If the word. bathroom is lacking, as in there's nobody in there, mm. 
just leave, leave just leave, leave the door just leave the door a crack yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Or or <laughs> this is really good. This is why this segment exists. This is also <laughs> this is also why this podcast exists. So the practical lesson radio. that I learned from the movie Sorry to Bother You is don't be a clown. Leave the seat down. Perfect. Don't be a dope. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Cut it right there. Okay, uh, great. No. Uh, I thought of another word, though. A jar. Mm. Oh. That's got a lot of rhymes. <laughs> Please cut it there. <laughs> All right, folks. This has been an episode of Contextual Deviants. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope you watched the movie before you listened to us talk about it because uh, we did talk about a lot of shit, um, mostly horse people related um if you enjoyed this episode please let us know uh online at any of our social media services via twitter or facebook uh i started an instagram for us i have yet to do anything with it but it exists um so find that i guess yeah if um, you rate and review us in itunes that, that does a huge oh amount my of god that would be so it does great a huge baby yes yeah, please does a huge. Review, rate and review us on itunes if you got a friend who you think oh my friend likes movie podcasts just tell him to give us a try even if you didn't like it tell your friend to give us a try yeah because yeah. maybe your friend will like it hey please 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 you please. know what the best thing to do to your friends is is when you don't like something, be like, hey, maybe you'd like this bullshit. <laughs> like, you know, honestly, it works sometimes. I've done that yeah. sometimes, and yeah. it has worked in the past. Yeah, you know, I've, I gotten, I've gotten a couple shirts and a blanket from Christian <laughs> that way, I think. Nice, uh, nice. I don't know if that's exactly how it happened, <laughs> but all right, that's also... Let's unpack this basket. <laughs> he, has, he has gotten shirts and a blanket from me, so that's true. Ding I feel dong. like the Louise blanket, or the Louise shirt was kind of, was exactly that scenario. I hate this. Maybe you'll like it. <laughs> Can we start yeah, a business Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> that is kind of what that was. Whoops. Oh, fuck I me. took it gr- gladly. It's a great sleep shirt. Good, good. That's good. Because I don't sleep. I don't ha- use sleep shirts. Because I don't sleep. I don't sleep, baby. I'm a robot, baby. That DC Pearson book, The Boy Who Couldn't Sleep and Never Had To, that was about me. That's you. Yep. yep. That's pretty nice. It's an okay book. Must be nice for you. Fun. It must, must be, be nice. Hey, must be nice. Hey. David, did you have anything you'd like to plug? Sure. I'm on a show called The Fable Forge. Oh. It's a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. You don't we, say. We play Dungeons and Dragons. Mm. And then. Mm. And then. And then. What? That's it, actually. Okay. okay. The other podcast that I'm on is called Hypotheticast, uh-huh. on which we ask each other questions Ooh. of a hypothetical nature, like, mm. oh, would you rather? Or, oh, <laughs> other sorts of questions. <laughs> and then. Oh. That's it, actually. Oh. I'm going to make a rival show called The Rhetoricast. Nice. And yeah, that's my, my Yeah. That's the that's the joke. That's, no, that's, that's good. All I got. Yeah. No, I yeah. I, I I'm you're, do you're hired. Thanks. <laughs> it's me, Earwolf. <laughs> you're hired. <laughs> Hi, I am the Earwolf. <laughs> yes. Awoo, mm. you're hired. Awoo. You're hired. A la woo, which is when something is in the style of John Woo. Yes. Matthew, do you have anything you would like to plug? Uh, I get it. <laughs> uh, on Twitter, I am at nbonbon. Um, I am still doing the retweets of puppy stuff and politics stuff. 
and I guess some gaming stuff lately. Because it's been, been E3 stuff lately. week. Yeah. We got E3, baby. Um, sure. And, uh, oh, man, I totally had something uh, of pop culture to pass on, but I am spacing on it. I did flea bake last week. <laughs> there was something else this week, and I cannot remember. Oh, well. That's what it. Did we, we watched Paddington 2 P2 The Deuce. Oh, we can, I mean, Paddington <laughs> 2 can just be a blanket, like, watch that movie. Pa- it, Paddington 2 is a blanket. E- yeah. It wraps you up in warmth and cuddles you and cradles you to sleep. Even if you've seen it, see it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It, it, yeah. Paddington 2 P2 to the Deuce. Mm. <laughs> Paddington 2 P2 the Deuce. Mm. So good. P2 mm. the Deuce. Yeah, that right. movie, because mm. what, we started that at, what, 11.30 Saturday night? It was like, well, it was pretty late. It was definitely 11.30. I looked at the... <laughs> it was definitely later than we should have started a movie, for yeah, sure. Especially yeah. with me working in 8 to 8 the next day. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think about that <laughs> no, shit at all. Don't worry. I was, and I knew what I was doing, so, so God, I knew I was getting into it. <laughs> damn it, was that movie uh, adorable as all hell. It's delightful. And because it's so the hour, sweet. Because the hour we watched it and we were exhausted that day, like... I teared up quite a bit. Yeah, um, that movie just gets me. Day. It's a very, it's just a very sweet. The, I definitely cried movie. a bit at the end. Yeah, yeah. nothing and, wrong with that. Yeah, it was funny because I was like tearing up, and then you like just described out loud the scene that just happened that made me tear up. <laughs> like, why am I crying about this? <laughs> <laughs> like, just just saying out loud what happened, and it's like, it's so sweet. It, it's yeah. so it's so sweet, but then you're also like. That made me cry. <laughs> yeah, that's a very silly thing <laughs> to make a person cry, but it did. Scene. Hey, it, what gets you, gets you. Mm. Hey, what gets you, gets you. That's what I've yeah. learned. Hey, what gets you, gets you. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, yeah. that's all we have time for. Christian, don't you have anything to plug? Oh. No one's ever asked me to plug something before. <laughs> that's verifiably not true. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pull the tape. Uh, every yeah. episode okay fair, stenographer fair can we uh <laughs> the court stenographer is that is that Mich- is that what uh michelle yo's been no, doing she's worthless hey she's not don't she's let her not. hear you say that she'll if be she, so mad if she starts listening now that's great from the kitchen from the yeah. kitchen because she's just doing her own thing in yeah there. i mean i know she's busy but she's yeah. Busy, yeah she's, she's got a, busy a lot lady. of work it's got a lot yeah. going on unlike <laughs> Julianne Moore, or possibly oh. unlike, because what is she doing? What is she doing? What is, what she, is she doing? She, Julianne Moore, if you are doing something, please let us know. <laughs> we just want to hear from you. What we want to make sure fuck? you're okay, because it's been a while since we've heard from you here. are you doing? What are you doing, Julianne Moore? What are you doing? Uh, so, <laughs> that's, that's our show. Uh, shit. Uh, how does this go? Oh, yeah. David, did you have any final thoughts you'd like to leave us Sure with? did. The mayor authorizes a nut. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to Contextual Deviance. You can find more information about us online at our website, contextualdeviance.wordpress.com. You can tweet at us at textdeviance. You can email us at contextualdeviance at gmail.com. Thanks to Minneapolis' own The Badman for the use of their song Gun Tonic off the album Ain't Clean. This has been Contextual Deviance. My name is Christian Hagen. And have a nice day. Have a nice day!